If you are, wait, am I on the wrong show? No, no, I just, I just changed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say the same thing every week. Okay. Oh, is that what you said last week? Okay. Yeah. All right. If you, I, I love saying the same thing. Welcome to episode 38 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about keeping six feet away. If you are struggling with living it through this coronavirus pandemic and looking for tips and strategies on how to make the most out of this difficult time, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives, even in times of crisis, with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Good day. Morning, afternoon, or evening community what whatever whatever strikes your fancy whatever you're you're doing we're still under quarantine we're still wearing masks locked up are you protesting dave are you going out on the streets and protesting the uh the draconian measures that we're all living under no i was blessed with a uh brain that works yeah that has that has uh cognitive functioning so I'm going to stay home and uh, make sure I don't get sick or someone else sick. Yeah. Keep everybody in the family and friends alive. Avoid flu-like symptoms. Sure. Do what you can for your fellow man, maybe. Maybe. You got to do it. It's, it's not easy. It ain't an easy uh, 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 task, if you will. I'm all for protest, but this seems ridiculous to me. Well, how you doing over there, David? How's everything with you and the family? How was your uh, vacation away from home? Oh, uh, yeah, the vacation away from home was was great. It was very um, refreshing, invigorating. Me coming back home after a week like that—it was five days—but is always tough, and that transition is tough for me. And I have some cookies in my cookie jar that help me deal with that, but. It's a time to, the readjusting for me is a time and, um, you know, we just try to do it as as best we can. Yeah, I have found that I've been reaching in the cookie jar a lot during this quarantine and thank goodness I have the cookie jar because this just is not easy and I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the situation that that I'm in lockdown in a safe nice place with my dog and everybody is healthy and safe but it's still it's a drag man it's a drag it's a drag <laughs> i i want i want to be out the weather's beautiful I, I try to stay on the balcony as much as i can but it's not the same and uh I'm not going to be like some of these people and, and go break quarantine and go out to the beach or the park as much as I'd love to. This is the, this is the hand we've been dealt. And we have to figure out a way to do it without compromising our own health and other people's health. It, it's true. I, I think that not fighting what's going on is a healthy response. Fighting it, yeah. trying to get around it, working at, at the edges is just futility. And just might as well sort of accept the new reality we're in, 
put your face mask on and, and go about your business as little as possible. Right. And that's basically what I've been doing. And right. And this is the way that we're going to get a little bit further. Weekly affirmation. Weekly affirmation. Everyone take a deep breath in. Hold it. And release with an ah. It is still our time, right now, this now, and forever. Because even in times of uncertainty and disbelief, we still have to do our part. When things change, we change with them. When things get hard, we push harder. Live it or waste it community, it's up to us to be the change we want to see in the world. It is now more than ever about all of us. The individual affects the whole. We embrace it and we live it. All right. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a weekly, our weekly affirmation. You're quite welcome. Appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Word of the week. Word of the week is family. Family. Hasn't this been a word of the week in the past, Mr. Wine? I believe it has. And it's not because I'm lazy that I chose family, but I think it's important right now that this is our focus. Family is so important right now. It's who you're quarantining with, who you're buying groceries for, who you're doing it for when it's not for yourself. Who you're worried about. Who you're worried about. Who you're worried about. Absolutely. Because I think there are people all over the place. Elizabeth Warren recently lost her brother. Oh, wow. This is legit. If you are over 65, this thing is no joke. There are real worries to have when it comes to family and people that you know that are not amongst the the 98 plus or minus percentage that will get through this okay. And now more than ever, we have the opportunity to put our busy, hectic schedules aside and use this time to appreciate the things we have and things we perhaps take for granted, like family. Family. You may be locked down with them. You may be far, far away. Either way, it's time to appreciate them. Yes. That's a good point, David. And you were saying that family doesn't necessarily mean Blood relatives, friends, nope. close friends. These times are the times that when we're reflecting on what's going on in the world, to say some of the things that we've been thinking about and not say, because you might not get another opportunity. You just might. You, you might step out the door of quarantine and get run over by a bus. You never know what's going to get you. You never know when, when it could happen. 
could drop dead of a stroke. I can go through a laundry list of terrible things that could happen to you. Meteor could fall on your head. A meteor could fall on your head and you would not survive that. But these are the times to take the opportunity to say the things that you haven't said, to give the apology that you haven't given, to reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to in many, many moons in where things were left unfinished. And even if you don't perish the next day, <laughs> uh, which is probably more likely you're not going to perish, then, you know, saying these things is only going to enhance and improve whatever relationship you have. It might, it might heal old wounds and, and bring you closer. And it might create a new type of relationship uh, with this person where you open up more and you express your feelings and you talk about things that are bothering you with this person that maybe you didn't feel comfortable doing before. It's important that we all have somebody that we can open up to. And maybe this is a good time to develop that relationship with somebody in your family. Yeah, this, this is a perfect time. We're in a little Petri dish doing a very strange experiment. Why not experiment it with some, some, some beauty as far as connecting with people or family members that, that you have. And we need to remind ourselves that how important that is, especially in times when people are getting on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It happens. It does happen. Even when you live it, people can get on your nerves. That's right. It's inevitable. And so we have to remind ourselves, yes, this person is getting on my nerves right now. But it's only temporary. I love them. I'm going to put down the uh, weapon. <laughs> I'm going to cancel my, my strategy, my, my plans to take them out. <laughs> Lay down the chainsaw, please. <laughs> Don't want the chainsaw. Right. Put it away. No more chainsaw, please. Well... We're talking about relationships, and that takes us into our topic of the week. Topic of the week. Topic of the week. Quarantine edition. We have relationships under quarantine. And here, All right. yes, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Here to talk to us about this is Kate Urenda. We got a guest? Yes, we have another guest. She has graced us with her presence today, and we really appreciate it. Kate is the founder of Dream Bold Network, where she interviews creative and innovative people around the world. She also teaches the art of manifesting and Qigong, which is a meditation that uses movement and energy. She's also the author of Good Guy, Great Game, Spiritual Foreplay, and The Rule Breaker. And she's also a documentarian, and she just recently finished producing a film called Searching for Superhumans. We brought her here today to talk to us about the importance of using some of these ancient practices like energy healing and the power of the mind and energy cultivation. We also wanted to talk to her about relationships. Kate, welcome to Live It or Waste It. Thanks, David. It's nice to be here. Yes, welcome, and thank you for, for coming on and talking to us today. 
Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I feel that we are blessed with your presence. I mean, I feel like you're a celebrity. I've been, I spent all day watching your YouTube videos. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that Kate is on our Zoom meeting here. So it's, it's a great privilege and honor to have you on our program. Absolutely. Thank you. Did, did you do some Qigong? I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm quarantining here with my kids and I was watching them. Uh, today while my wife was working in the bedroom, you know, or the office, as we like to say. And so I was watching videos as I was managing children. Uh, we, we have you here today to talk about relationships under quarantine. And just to start out things like, how are you doing? How's your family? How are people that you know and care about? Yeah, the people in my life right now are doing really well. We feel really blessed. Absolutely. And you know, I think all of us right now are just going through this time of reevaluating who we are, what we believe in, how we behave, just really going inward. And so this is the optimal time to be healing your relationships and to be working on yourself and, and finding creative ways to spice things up and bond more and connect with the people that you love and care about. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting time with relationships. It's so important to be nourishing them right now. Yeah, well, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because uh, in our our last show, we were talking a lot, uh, last couple shows, actually, we were talking a lot about instead of bemoaning the fact that we're in quarantine to say, to accept it is that that's the reality. And then to try to say, well, what is the positive spin on on it? Like, what can I do to make this a worthwhile period in my life? Had you gone through that sort of learning process or did you sort of hit the ground running? Uh, You know, I've been studying this stuff for a long time, how to deal with trauma, with stress, with challenging situations and how to self heal and self, you know, nourish yourself and to really keep yourself in a high vibration because 24 seven, we're putting a frequency out and that's either going to be positive or negative or, you know, somewhere in between. And so right now, a lot of us are focusing on the fear and we're just going to be attracting more things that, that amplify that and make this harder for us. Instead, we need to be focusing on the solutions and all the beautiful things that are actually emerging out of this situation because right now it's, it's an energy shift. This is a catalyst for so many incredible things and you can feel the human spirit activated. You can feel all of us on common ground and you can feel the potential for all of us to really evolve during this time. And so it's, it's our, cho- our opportunity and our choice to step into our power now. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, right now, you know, we're closing in on almost what two months of of lockdown, and I'm sure that we're starting to get to the point where people who are living in a situation where there's a, a number of people in the house, they're probably getting on each other's nerves. Um, David, you might be finding this. Uh, David and I have opposite situations where David is is in the house with multiple people, and I'm by myself with my dog basically so we have two different situations where we're, we're dealing with i think most people are dealing with either one or the other so what would you suggest for people who can't normally remove themselves from a situation that gets a little too intense hmm. the best thing to handle those situations whether you live alone or you're living with other people Right now is the time to go inward, so really developing a healthy practice, whether that's through meditation, definitely breath work. You know, when we change the breath, we change how we feel. 
definitely being careful what what you put into your mind, what media you're watching. You know, is it uplifting? Is it just adding more fear? Putting on positive music, positive affirmations, just really embodying the fact that you're home. I mean, how often do we complain that we don't have enough time at home or enough time with our family? Like, this is our time to to really utilize it and make the most of it. And so, it's all about what you choose to do right now. What, who do you want to be when you come out of this? You know, it's we're we're all reinventing ourselves, and we have to reinvent our whole society. So. You have to, you know, really dive into some new new things that maybe you didn't do before. Maybe it is the qigong, or maybe it's different healing modalities that you were putting off or, or just didn't want to explore. But that's really what can get you into a place where you're at peace with what's happening and you're not resisting everything. You're just in the flow and and, and working with the energy that's shifting so dramatically around all of us. So we have to find new coping strategies, you know, new way of existing. And it's always going to be through energy. Energy is always going to be our number one way to heal and to and to handle any situation. Can you talk a little bit more about energy? I think that this might be a newer concept for some of our listeners and how Qigong plays into that in, in, in dealing with the, the, the status of, of, of one's energy. Sure, absolutely. Um, so this is, this is the thing that really changed my life was to start thinking of my thoughts as energy because our thoughts have an electric charge. And then to think of my emotions, all of us, as, um, as a magnetic charge. And so 24-7, you're putting out a frequency and energy through your thoughts, your perspectives, your, the people you surround yourself with, the music. Everything is energy. Every single thing is energy. And um, I started listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Greg Braden, all of those guys, and really figured out that if you just think of everything in terms of energy, you're able to influence and impact your environment, whether that's the people, the situations how you react to things. It's all just a a frequency. It's just an energy. And so when you start shifting and you stop getting so upset with the people you may be living with and and start thinking of them more as an energy frequency and, and go out of your way to lift their frequency, to make them feel good. Maybe that's creating a nicer ambiance in your home, really great time to declutter and organize. And again, thinking of your space as energy because that's exactly what it is. And we're really impacted by the space that we live in. So creating a clean space, a safe space, putting on nice music, nice lighting, using this time to, to light candles and like simplify and to really hone in on what your space makes you feel and how the people in your life make you feel energetically and to just be more conscious about how you're interacting with each other on a frequency vibration level. You know, it's, it's, that's all this is. is a, it's, a, it's a game of energy. That's what life is. So it's, we have to, when we tap into our innate powers and we learn to cultivate that energy, that's when we can really shift not just our personal lives, but our entire world. David, actually, last week, him and, and his family uh, shifted their energy completely to another location. They, they were able to rent a house not too far from where they, where they live just to kind of get away and change, change the scenery and, and also, I guess, the energy space that they, they were in for for I guess the beginning of the lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah, we uh, were literally, the place was not five minutes away from where we are. Um, And so we were able to maintain quarantine while going on a vacation, basically. And this was my wife's idea. And I I, I tell you, I was against it because I'm like, what do you mean? We're going to a house five minutes away from here? Why don't we stay in the house we're in? (laughs) <laughs> my my energy was was disrupted a little bit. <laughs> and how much is it going to cost? But it turned out to be a real blessing. 
um, where we were the the situation the 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 feng shui, uh, if you will, of the rental property was really quite nice and lovely, relaxing. It was on a little lake. Um, it had an infinity pool that looked that connected itself to to the lake. Uh, we were watching deer and alligators because we're in Florida. So if if there's a lake, there's an alligator there, you know. <laughs> and, and it doesn't scare us because it's a little cute guy. But we had a really great time and really relaxing time. And when we came back, I'm like, oh, now I'm back to the clutter and and all, all that. So I really get what you're saying as far as creating your energy. And, cre- and how your space relates to that. I found that, as Dave says, I'm quarantining in a very different area. I have my, my wife and my three kids, uh, and my wife's parents are, are with us right now. So we're extra sensitive about not bringing the virus into the home because they're, they're elderly folks with some pre-existing conditions. And so that would be you know quite severe if that uh, were were to happen, so I don't want to say that there's fear in, in in our home, but as we said in a previous episode uh, of this podcast, there is intense concern about keeping the the virus out. And in response to that, and I, and I get what you're saying about not bringing in too much negative vibes right if you will uh but i tell you it's it's hard for us to stay away from the news and to see what's going on and what state is going to open up and in florida we've had a lot of mixed messages from our governor and my question to you is when that concern is of such an intensity and we are consuming news and i I know consuming less news would probably be be beneficial but but you're not going to do that, are you, David? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. so what I'm trying to say, what are some of the mitigation strategies for for people who are going kicking and screaming, uh, holding on to their uh, their radio and their television and their internet? Definitely, and, and there's no way to not hear what's going on and to not keep up with it, of course. And the, the fear around it is very real. It's a matter of counteracting it with the right things. So maybe it's eating a more high vibration diet, having much more clean food. It's doing the things that that heal you because our, our food is energy. Everything is. So it's really making time for the things that that will shift you instantly. So listening to things you know on YouTube like a guided meditation or binaural beats, you know, doing more sound healing, that kind of stuff. Um, so maybe you listen to the news, but then you put on some really nice shamanic healing music or you dance. You know, I've been um, advising a lot of friends to dance more and they're noticing that they're, they're feeling way more optimistic about everything. They're feeling, you know, closer to their families. I've seen videos of whole streets where everybody's dancing on the street. Just again, it's a vibration and that's, that's a way of healing as well because you're activating your chi or your life force energy. Definitely, number one, I would say for right now is to meditate, even if, you know, whether that's, you know, listening to a tape or just being in silence or the, the moving meditation, adding more of the movement piece like the, the Qigong that we talked about. There's, there's so many ancient practices that are just really innate, really simple, and then the results are really profound to kind of counteract what we're experiencing at this point. And, you know, when you're 
trying to do these things are just some people have a hard time wrapping their mind around the whole concept of energy and everything like that. And you have to let go of some of those old ways of thinking and allow yourself to at least be open to this. And that's something we talk about on the show is that you have to be open to new things. And, and I think you are definitely onto something because I've been trying the uh, Qigong and I have mentioned this before on the show that I, I've been doing it in the morning and it definitely makes a difference. You feel, you can feel the energy flowing through your body once you finish the, 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 the meditation and it's just a matter of doing it consistently and making it a part of your, your routine because it's just not something we're used to doing, you know. And that's, I think, the toughest part about it, not right. actually doing it. It's actually fun to do. I enjoy it. It matches and mirrors nature. So when you do it, it's really simple and it's really, it's fun. It's really easy, but you feel euphoric. You feel really balanced. Your mind is more calm. You're just able to handle anything that life throws at you with much more ease and grace because of something like Qigong. I noticed you didn't say um, lay on the couch and watch Tiger King as part of, <laughs> as part of uh, <laughs> healing, <laughs> the healing process. Well, you know. <laughs> so Whenever what's wrong with that? What's wrong? <laughs> Attacking Tiger King is a dangerous move oh, in this day and age. That's true. But he's locked up. He, he can't get me. <laughs> True. So you are also a relationship expert. You have, as we had mentioned, wrote a few books, uh, including Good Guy, Great Game. And so there are a lot of personal dynamics that are going on while we're in quarantine. And there's a lot of being around each other, but not really being with one another. I think might be a, a fair way to say it because I'm, I'm working. My wife is, is working. We're, we're managing three kids in, in, in the home. There's a lot of hustle and bustle and not a lot of space. Uh, and I was wondering what your suggestions would be to keep relationships fresh and keep that sort of spark going throughout this time where relationships can almost feel a little bit transactional right mm, now. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that came to mind for sure would be tantric touch. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Sam Isadora. She has a lot of videos and she teaches you heart meditation, how to get more connected to your body, how to use feather-like touch, how to just really transform any stress into vitality and to really understand that to any two people in any relationship are two energy fields. And so you want to be aware not just of the energy that you create and it's, it's the people around you and what you're making them feel. And so you know, doing the little things right now are, are so important. Maybe leaving cute notes for each other, playing more, making sure that you laugh together. Um, I'd mentioned the dancing. I think that's one of the best things for a relationship is when you can just dance and be silly and laugh at everything that's going on. Even, even though things are very serious, it is time for us to get more creative with how to connect and bond. And with couples right now, I'm advising a lot of couples to communicate non-verbally more than they ever have. So, you know, we always want to talk with our words, but most communication is really just tonality and body language. And so being more affectionate, you know, all those little things that we do make a huge difference. Maybe as a couple starting yoga together, even if it's just 20 minutes in the morning or evening, just doing something different, breaking up the routine and doing the things that really make you feel great energetically. I don't know. You, you haven't seen David dance. That might not be a good suggestion. She was connected. <laughs> 
Maybe it'll make her laugh. She was connecting being silly and dancing, and I could do I could do both those things at the same time. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for picking up on that. Appreciate that. Always, always here for you, buddy. I'm telling you, when you bite your lower lip as you dance, it makes you look real good. <laughs> that is the move. Got yeah. great right. I'm an expert in something. That's biting my lower lip as I dance is, is what I'm an expert in. You put on silly. I've seen a lot of videos online of families being more silly, more creative, and more playful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for David and you know. his family's video. Yeah, well, you know, we, uh, we were <laughs> utilizing, uh, when we were at this vacation home, we were using Facebook Live. And we were doing these family live broadcasts, and we were doing trivia nights and, and inviting people to come do trivia with us. And we were just reading off of Trivial Pursuit cards. So it was something very easy for us to do, uh, but it was something just fun and, and lighthearted. Um, but again, sometimes we get, and that's why I was asking more about the relationship stuff, uh, is because it, it's sometimes we get into the doing these fun, silly little things to inter- entertain the, the littlest amongst us. And then we get sidetracked and we don't do the things like dancing with our partner and writing little notes, which I think is a really great little idea uh, or big idea, I should say. And doing some of these things of like yoga or doing something athletic with, with your partner to get your energies together. That, that sounds like a really great idea. And I also wanted to say, uh, before we get too deep into the interview, that you have a lot of the videos doing the Qigong on your website, dreamboldnetwork.com, and on your YouTube channels. Is that correct? Yes, correct. And, and I was noticing that some of them are quite specific as to there are specific movements for you if you were, and again, this isn't something that's happening now, but it's the one that comes to mind, is cooped up in an office for eight hours a day, there was a special moves that you could do to, to counteract mm-hmm. that, to get yourself more centered. Have you been finding certain techniques of Qigong that have been helpful for you in quarantine? And do you have any videos that are going, that are, or going to specifically target dealing with people that are held captive in their own home? You know, I, I haven't made any videos since I've been quarantined, but I can definitely do that. I should put some more up for sure. Um, the nice thing with, with Qigong is that what you really get to learn is how to modulate your energy. So if you wake up in the morning and you're really tired, within just a matter of minutes, you can feel this natural buzz, this electric current moving through you. You know, it's kind of like the runner's high. That would be activated life force energy. I mean, we've all felt after you dance all night, you just feel this buzz, this energy. You can do that in your home. You know, it, it, that's why it works. It, you know, it just it feels good to be activated. Same time, if you're really stressed out, you can do some movements where you match the breath with the movement and it puts you into a relaxed state so that you're not in fight or flight anymore. And so you really get to you know, do you want to calm yourself down? Do you want to activate more energy? Do you want to just feel euphoric? It's your choice. That's, that's what I love about Qigong is that it gives you the freedom to feel way more comfortable and balanced in your body and your mind and to just change the frequency throughout the day, however you want. So I've been doing tons of Qigong and it makes me feel great. It, it helps me to deal with everything that's going on and, and to be more resilient. It makes you very resilient and it, it definitely boosts your immune system. So you know, I, I know I'm not going to be getting sick during this because I've just, I've got activated yes. life force energy. My body's in a state of healing. 
Again, you know, this is this is something that I, I keep repeating myself, but it's something that sounds out of the box, but it's something that everyone needs to try and give it a try because you will you will feel a difference immediately, you know, and uh, right at, at this point, what do you have to lose, especially if you're feeling anxious, if yeah. you're feeling overwhelmed by the situation, um, try something new. Try, try something new and, and check out some of Kate's videos. They're, they're outstanding. Now, before the, the quarantine, you had been doing a lot of traveling and you got to meet a lot of different people who, who think outside the box, innovators and healers and stuff. What would you say is like the main common, I guess, energy that, you, that they, they all have or, or, or theme that they all have? Everybody always comes back to breath work for sure. That seems to be a huge thing. We, we got to interview Wim Hof. And for anyone who hasn't done the Wim Hof technique, now is the time. Teach your children. It makes you so healthy, so resilient. And it's so easy. I mean, breath is energy. That's our number one way to, to activate energy. Um, the people I meet, I mean, let's see. I, I, did, I met Joe Dispenza and, and got to go on his 10-day cruise in, in the Mediterranean. And it, the number one thing I think would have to be subconscious reprogramming, now that I think about it. it. It's really putting in a new program because, you know, we're all programmed. Every single one of us got a program. Uh, Bruce Lipton mentioned that uh, when we interviewed him as well, that, yeah. you know, in the first seven years you get this program and it's not always beneficial to you. You know, we have a lot of maladaptive beliefs and you have to really go in recalibrate, rewire, and, and get yourself into a place where you're thinking healthier and you're putting the right things into your subconscious because that's what's running your whole show. Your whole program is, is based out of that content that's going into your, your subconscious. So, you know, you get to choose that. You have to really do those positive affirmations and tell a more life-affirming story. You know, just reboot, <laughs> you know. Okay. Now is the time for so many of us to dive in deep and to clear out all of our faulty thinking, our fear-based thinking, and put in it in something that's way more empowering. Yeah, we know? actually just started to touch on on that on this show before the quarantine started to start to um, look, look deep within stuff that we go through when we're children or just growing up, the traumas that we experience, be it teasing or, or you know, uh, even if we, we, for the most part, had a good childhood there's still things that we deal with we see our parents uh go through bad habits that people around us have uh, that we pick up and and it starts to affect us later on in life ways that we deal with trauma as a child are no longer suitable as adults so we want to get deeper into that because i i think you're absolutely right that until we deal with those subconscious issues that we're really going to struggle with a lot of things and, and in our relationships and just our day-to-day -day living. And now is really such a great time to do that, right, Kate? It's optimal for that. You know, we're, we're, we have no choice right now but to take a step back, reevaluate, think about things in a different way. I mean, really, this is a mass awakening that's happening. We're waking up, the veil's lifting, and we're realizing that the way we were doing things, the normal wasn't actually working for us. You know, it was a system that's broken and we were all on autopilot. And so now we are waking up, we're on common ground and it is time for us to just be more solution focused. And with everything going on, we're all experiencing trauma one way or another through this. 
the thing about trauma is that it actually rewires you, your brain for protection and we're supposed to be wired for connection. So it, we, again, with trauma, it's all energy. It's in that trauma gets stored in our bodies. And so that's the beautiful thing with Qigong. It's phenomenal for anyone who has PTSD. Get in there, do the breath work, move the energy. And when you start thinking of it like that and you start putting in a different perspective of what happened to you, you can change anything. You can transform that trauma. You can transform it and, and have it be your vantage point and your, your source of wisdom. Right now, we have a choice. Do we want to go back to how things were, just autopilot and you know suppressing all of our suffering? Or do we want to face our fears and our pain and transcend and get to a place where we're actually thriving? Because that, that's our choice. That's where, that's where we're at. You know, absolutely. That's a choice. I think we should all be contemplating and more of us should be making uh, as the, as the days and weeks and months go by as we're dealing with this and, and in dealing with, with so much fear out there, so much concern and so much uncertainty as to some of the fundamentals of just not being able to work as, as we were recently, not being able to travel. Uh, I know you are not where you were, thought you would be, I think. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're you're uh, on the East Coast with your with your family. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you're you're originally from California. Not originally. But. Well, I'm from New York, um, but I, I've been living out in California for a long time. And I had gone on a back-to-back trip to Mexico and then Costa Rica and came back from Costa Rica. And I, I didn't know if I was going to go East Coast or West Coast. And last minute, I decided to go to the East Coast and... I um, ended up canceling my flight, came back here, and then whoop, quarantine. <laughs> so, but, you know, it, it couldn't be a better situation. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get back out to Cali and I'm going to be moving to L.A. And that's all great. But, you know, this is a great time, you know, to go in and, and work on myself. I've, I've just been in the writing cave. I put a couple books out and being really productive. So I'm trying to make the most of it. You know, we always say we don't have time. We don't have time. Well, a lot of us have more time now, you know, because we don't have a social life. And, That's right. You know, it's time to go inward and make the most of it. Kate, do you have any any new books that you wanted to announce on the on the program? Yeah, absolutely. I just put out Good Guy Great Game, helping, you know, good guys to build attraction and to be more magnetic in the world of dating and a bunch of other great stuff, mostly on confidence and a lot of that subconscious reprogramming. The other book is Spiritual Foreplay. So it's everything we were just talking about different ways to bond and connect and heal and to use this energy. Um, I go deep into relationships. It's really spicy, kind of sexy book. I think it's totally appropriate for what's happening right now. It's very, um, very valuable in that sense. So excellent. Uh, yeah. Easy read. Thank you so much for joining us, Kate. Again, dreamboldnetwork.com. She's also uh, on Instagram and YouTube. Good luck to you and may you stay safe and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Wonderful. Thanks, David. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kate. Yes, thanks, David. Bye. All right. (laughs) Bye. Again, our guest this week was Kate Urenda, and she can be found at www.dreamboldnetwork.com, dreamboldnetwork.com. And she could also be found on Instagram and YouTube at dreamboldnetwork. So please share any tips or suggestions you might have that may help get us through this crisis and let us know what you thought of our guest and this episode. Join us next week when we continue living it under quarantine when we talk about self-awareness. And as always, remember to subscribe and share. 
share. Join us on our Live It or Waste It Facebook page. Just search Live It or Waste It now. And of course, we're on Instagram now, so please check us out there with all the memes you can handle. And for those of you who would like to support us financially, we are at patreon.com slash live it. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash live it. And once again, we'd like to thank Kate Urenda for joining us. As always, you could reach me at someonetalkedmedia.com. And you can reach me at winedesigns.com, W-E-I-N designs.com. Now stay inside and live it. Don't waste it. Peace, peace, and love. This has been a production of someonetalkmedia.com.